1: What is up, everyone? It is September. I think it's a Monday. I think it's the 20th. I'm not really sure. It's been a long day of football, so I guess that is Monday. This is the morning grind. I'm not Stevie TPFL. I'm Grant for a.k.a. Turf Ferguson. I'm filling in for him today. He told me the reason why, and I can't remember because my brain has been full of football and baseball all day long, so you can ask him when he's back. In any case, I'm joined here by the great Eyes eight one nine. How you doing over there?
2: Oh man, it's been a long day for me too. Um, bit of a rough main slate for football. Hopefully we can get some back on the on the showdown here with this KC Baltimore game going on right now. So off to a good start, but yeah, not a not a ton of Cooper Cup for me today. So that did not go very well. It was over pretty early for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I definitely was a little bit over the field, but apparently not enough. I I had a whole bunch of min caches that. Oh, that got me to right about even. I think I made $56 today, which they say it's better than a loss. But when you consider the fact that I worked 15 hours a day, it feels like a loss because I could have made more by driving Uber or something. I don't know. It's just the job sometimes. Honestly, I'd rather prefer like a $5 loss than a $50 gain just because I, I just I feel like I'm working well below minimum wage. But in any case, we got baseball. We got a fun little seven game slate. It's Monday, not a huge one, which is all right with me. Let's get started with the first game here. We got Texas going up against the Yankees. We have a big old nine and a half total here. Yankees, huge favorite. Alexi going up against Cortez. Let's start off with Alexi here at six point three K going up against the Yanks. Any interest with them in him at all?
2: Um, I mean, strikeout stuff is decent new york has some strikeouts in their lineup but uh i don't know, probably a little too much risk here he's got a huge walk rate over 15 percent walks in his short time in the majors here so i i don't think that we we really need it there's a couple there's another guy right in his price range that i like better um probably don't need it today too much risk with the yankees
1: yeah no it's 6.3k even though that price tag like The Yankees have a 5.9 implied run total. I'm fully off of him. Plus he's probably not going to go over 90 pitches only 84, 85, 81 in his last three starts since he's been up the majors. So tough lineup, tough matchup. I'm staying away. What about Cortez over on the other side, going up against a bad
2: Texas team? Yeah, I think Cortez is firmly in play here. Um, 8,600 on DraftKings seems like a bit of a steep price, but he's been pretty good. And it's obviously a great matchup against Texas. Um, Tough ballpark in Yankee Stadium, but Texas just doesn't have a lot of power in their lineup. Um, low, they're pro- probably their best power bat hits from the left side. So this just sets up really well for Cortez. Um, I think he's in play for tournaments for sure.
1: Yeah, I think he might actually be my top option. Like I, I know there's a few different guys that you can go with, but I think Cortez going up against Texas, like you said, Texas really doesn't have a whole lot of power. Cortez he's given up a home run and what, eight straight starts. So that's kind of the big thing with him, but he strikes out guys at a pretty massive clip. You may look at the Texas lineup and according to play queue, I think last time I checked, it doesn't seem like a terribly high strikeout lineup, but small sample size for a lot of these guys. It's not really a great lineup. I think there's a lot of strikeout upside here for Cortez, especially considering he had 11 Ks in his last game. So I really like Cortez here. He might be my top option on the entire slate. Let's go to the Texas bats. I'm full on fate.
2: Yeah, I, I don't like any of them really either. Um, IKF as a value bet maybe with a decent price. Um, I think it really depends on what the lineup. I mean, obviously Texas isn't playing for anything. So if we get some young guys in there, that that obviously will skew more strikeout heavy, like Cortez even more in that case. Um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't be doing anything other than looking for a little value out of them. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I think that kind of, um, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just no, just no, not like I know it's a gonna be probably a leverage stack, but it, it's still Texas. I'm I'm not touching them. What about over on the other side with the Yankees? They all seem a little bit underpriced. Alexi, yeah, he's been all right in the majors so far, but really don't think he's gonna grade out as a great pitcher overall. So. I kind of like a lot of these cheaper bats. I mean, if Gallo's back in the lineup there, 4K, Torres, 3.2K, Sanchez, 3.7K, Sam, 4.3K, Rizzo, 3.8K. Everyone's cheap outside of Judge. This is a super easy stack to make, and it's being played in Yankee Stadium. I mean, am I wrong in saying they're probably the top stack on the slate?
2: I think you're right there, Uh, and the pricing is definitely way too low on them. Um, I don't know what what Rizzo and Voight need to do to i mean i guess they platoon a little bit so maybe that's holding their pricing down but with those two options and you know, i mean you can play judge anywhere even he's low 5ks that's that's a fine price stanton in the low 4ks like you said like they're just all a little bit under priced here yeah he's greatest i mean i love targeting wild pitchers with stacks because they're going to put traffic on and then you've got the yankees power to go ahead and clean it up so yeah i'm, I'm right there with you i love the yankees
1: Nice. All right, let's move on to the next game. We got the Orioles going up against the Phillies. Fun fact, every time you see me write an article, I never actually put the Orioles in there. I always say Baltimore because I can never remember how to spell Orioles, no matter how many times I try and remember. In any case, Means going up against Suarez. We got a nice little eight total here. Let's start off with Means here. 7.7K going up against a low strikeout Phillies lineup. Any interest in Means?
2: No, I don't think so. Um, like you said, Philly's just an above-average offense. Um, means hasn't pitched real deep this year. Um, yeah, I, I just don't like the matchup. Tough ballpark in Philly for pitching. Um, I'm off means.
1: Yeah, I mean he is getting. He's not facing a DH, which is obviously an upgrade. And honestly, Philly's not. It's probably a better ballpark for pitching than Baltimore, but this Phillies team is just solid and they don't strike out a lot. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with it in tournaments if you really want to. You can probably give it low ownership, but I'm I'm off of them too. Suarez there on the other side, been pretty darn solid recently going up against a high strikeout Baltimore team that is a lot better going up against lefties than going up against righties, but this just seems like a bad price tag here. Are you is Suarez the guy you were talking about?
2: Suarez is the guy I was talking about. I, I completely agree. He's underpriced. Like he's performed when he's been in the mid seven K's really recently, his last two starts, in fact. Um, so not sure why he got the ball or the, the price tag drop here. Uh, he's been striking guys out. He's fully stretched out now. Like he was in the bullpen for the first half of the year, but he's gone six innings in three, three of his last five, over five and all five of them. Um, yeah. I think the,
1: the one game where he went five innings, he actually had some hamstring tightness, I think. So
2: yeah, that was left early for yeah, injury. So
1: he's he's fully stretched out, good for ninety-five pitches almost every start.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he makes a ton of sense in cash for SP two if you don't want to pay up twice. Um, yeah, I, I'm all out Torres for this one.
1: Yeah, no, to me, he's probably the top point per dollar play on the entire slate by a pretty wide margin. Like he's just not a six point five K pitcher. And it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like, just don't get it. So, the only reason to fade him is because of ownership. And honestly, I don't think it's the worst idea in the world to leverage stack against him. He's going to be very high owned. Yes, he's an extreme ground ball pitcher with some pretty decent K stuff. But Baltimore, I mean, Mount Castle, pretty solid against lefties. Hayes, fantastic against lefties. Santander, pretty solid. Severino, pretty solid. Mullins, good versus lefties and righties. There's some decent bats in here. I think you can use those five guys and you can create either a mini stack and save some price with Severino, Santander, or Hayes, or you can do a full-on stack just hoping to get the leverage on seven game slate. What do you think?
2: Yeah. I mean, I get your angle there with leverage. I don't have a ton of interest. Like Mancini's price is insane. He's 3,400. I know he's been in and out of the lineup with injuries here recently but uh he did play today or yesterday um had a hit drove in some runs so um if mancini's in there i love that even as if you're just looking for a home run i think you could play him as a one-off um yeah I, i think they make a little bit of sense as a leverage stack too they're they're very cheap
1: yeah yeah i mean it's it like again they're not projecting out well again suarez projects out as the best pitcher on the slate point per dollar by a decent margin He's probably going to come in at 45% owned. So if you can knock out half a field by leveraging off of them, it does make a little bit of sense. What about over on the Philly side?
2: I have a lot of interest in Philly here. Uh, I think Means is a, is a talented pitcher. Um, he, he's probably Baltimore's best pitcher. Um, but Philly, we talked about it as an above average offense and that they set up really well against left handed pitching. Obviously, Harper is a lefty, um, but he's hit, handled lefties great throughout his career he's been raking lately like in the conversation for the mvp i think you can play him in any matchup and then baltimore's bullpen is not great um so i think you're going to have a couple of opportunities off the bullpen with harper too and then the rest of the guys are, are pretty cheap um real muto has a very nice price at 4400 uh you can pay up for him at catcher uh andrew mccutcheon is really cheap at 3500 and then you can add like galvis to it um, we'll see who else cracks the lineup. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Phillies are really good at this stack.
1: Yeah. John means big fly ball pitcher gives a decent amount of high, hard contact. And like I said, this Phillies team really doesn't strike out a whole lot. So the ball's going to be put in play hard contact fly balls. That works out perfectly for guys like McCutcheon, who's crushed lefties real Muto who crushes lefties Harper, who doesn't strike out a huge flip and puts the ball in play. And means I know a lot of his underlying line numbers is, Oba, his ISO are a lot better versus lefties, but you look at like the fly ball rate, hard contact rate, a lot of those numbers, and they're not quite any, or not much better than going up against righties. So I'm in for all the guys that can hit the ball, the ballpark, and anyone else you want to throw in is a cheap guy in the stack, entirely fine, but McCutcheon is the guy that really stands out at 3.5K. Yep. He just rakes against lefties he has for the year. I don't care what you say, Derek Carty, some lefty matchers are, do exist. Let's move on to the next game here. we got the Blue Jays going up against the Rays. we got eight and a half total here. Toronto, slight favorite. Robbie Ray going up against Baez. Baez? Baez? Baez?
2: Baez, I think it is, yeah.
1: Baez. Um, Robbie Ray, 10.2K, even going up against the Rays. He's been absolutely crushing. Is he someone you're paying up for a lot?
2: Yeah, I think he's probably going to be my highest owned pitcher. We talked about Philly being cheap enough. The Yankees are kind of cheap. I think there's going to be plenty of value out there to do it. Like you said, Ray's been just absolutely phenomenal this year. He figured out his walk problem. That's all the way down at 6%. The strikeouts have always been there. Um, Tampa Bay offers a little bit of high risk, but I think Robbie Ray is just he, the form is is really nice here recently. Huge strikeout rate, so I like the upside a lot. I'm going to be taking lots of shots on Robbie Ray.
1: Yeah. I know. Yeah. I read there with you over 10 strikeouts in what, five of his last six games, just about 41 points Incredible. against this Rays team. Like if you're not playing, I, you could honestly just play Cortez Suarez and Ray and probably be fine on the slate. We're going to get into the rest of them, but the start the best starting pitchers we've already gone through. Ray absolutely fantastic. Spend up. If you have the money, what about Bays over on the other side saying 6.9 K nice. Uh, going up against a very tough Blue Jays team.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is one of the best prospects in baseball. He's number th- ranked number three per fangraphs in um, the Rays system, which is like one of the best in baseball. I think he's 26 overall in all of baseball. Super talented pitcher, but just not the right spot for it. I mean, his, his numbers in the minors are amazing. So if you wanted to just YOLO a deep field tournament, I mean I wouldn't argue with you. I think he's got great stuff, but this is this is just a really tough spot for a major league debut.
1: Yeah, no. Very very good numbers in the minors. Under a 3x whip in Triple A, under a 2x whip in Double A, 40% K rate in Triple in Double A, 36% K rate in Triple A. I I honestly like if you want to take a shot on him, go ahead. Like it's strictly to get leverage off of Suarez because Suarez is going to get be very highly owned. But this is an incredibly tough matchup going up against Toronto. The only thing that really has going for him is the fact that it's being played in Tampa Bay. So there's worse things you could do. Again, it's a bit of an unknown. It's a 7-game slate on a 15-game slate where there are a lot of other good options. I'd say don't do it. But this small of a slate, I don't hate it. What about Blue Jays' bats?
2: I mean, it's a guy in his major league debut. I think you can always take shots, especially with an offense this talented. Um, they're still expensive, rightfully so. I don't think they will be one of my highest zone stacks, um, but I'd, I wouldn't fault you if you if you had conviction and you wanted to take a shot on it because, I mean, B- Bays may go out there and just not be able to find the mound just because he's in his, ma- find, the, find the strike zone because he's in his major league debut, you know um so yeah i they're definitely in play i just don't think i'll have a ton of exposure yeah i'm kind of on
1: the same page here like i said toronto blue jays very good base first start especially going up against a very tough team like this you might find it a little hard to get into a groove considering how many good bats there are here so yeah i'm kind of right there with you they're fine for big field tournaments but i don't know how much i'll have in them uh Ray's on the other side i'm not i'm not playing any team against robbie ray he's just too good right now
2: yeah, he's been incredible, and it's an, a really tough ballpark for home runs. I would say you could hunt home runs against him, but in Tampa Bay, I'm, I don't want to do that.
1: Yep, all right, moving on to the next game here. we got the Cardinals going up against the Brewers, Woodford versus Peralta. we got a nine total here. Let's start off with Woodford, 5.2K going up against the Brewers. Super cheap. Any interest in him?
2: He is super cheap. I just don't know if he's talented enough. Um, I have respect for the Brewers' offense. Woodford's not a big strikeout guy, Um, even with the cheap price tag. I I prefer the value on Suarez much more. Um, I'll probably just go there.
1: Yeah, and you don't really know how late he's going to go into the game, generally limited to around 70 pitches. He did have a 20-point outing against the Brewers, but I'm right there with you. No real interest in him. Peralta on the other side, pretty decent discount away from Ray. Any interest in Peralta? His pitch count's starting to come up a little bit. Got up to 71 in the last outing, but I think that's more just because he was cruising through. They decided to yank him after six. They decided that's enough. They didn't really need him. They need him ready for the playoffs. So wouldn't be surprised if he only got up to 80, 85 in this spot here. But super talented guy. Super great K stuff going up against the low K Cardinals lineup. Any interest in Peralta?
2: It's, it's really tough to ask with that pitch count that he's been on. I mean, Milwaukee has clinched a playoff berth. I think they're going to be super careful with him. Like, I don't think they'll push him much beyond 80. I mean, we just saw it in his last game. He was dominating Detroit, nine strikeouts in six innings, and, and they pulled him at 70 pitches. So uh, he has the talent to pay off uh, even a high price tag in 70, 80 pitches. Uh, but with Ray on the slate, I'd much rather do that. If it was a slate where there was no other high upside pitchers, I would say it was viable. I have a really hard time doing it with, with the other upside guys we have here.
1: Yep, I'm just going to try and get up to Ray. It's that simple. If I can't, then and there's some other guys that you can play. Um, Cardinals, bats?
2: I don't want to play any Cardinals against Peralta either. I, I think he shuts them, shuts them down for at least five innings. Um, and the, bull, the Brewers have a great bullpen, so I'm, I have no interest in St. Louis.
1: Yep, right there with you. Brewers bats going up against Woodford?
2: Uh, yeah, I think they're more in play, um, but they are priced up. Yeah. Um, I, Yelich has a nice price at 4500 If I, Who knows what's going on with him? He's been all over the place this year, really for two years. Um, but I think that's a fair price tag, even for the recent production. Uh, Colton Wong uh, makes some sense. Nice Fills a nice middle infield position for you. So those are the, those are the two that kind of stand out to me that I'd look to first. Cheaper, yeah. Space,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm probably staying away. The price tags are just a little bit rough, but yeah, Vogelbach, Wong, Yelich, not bad. Like all got the platoon split. None of them are too expensive, so not a terrible stack, not great. I'm probably just staying away. Let's move on to the next game here. We got Houston going up against the Angels. We have a nine total here. Valdez going up against Barria. Valdez nine point five K. This lineup. Not fantastic, but not as bad as it's been whenever they don't have Otani as a DH. Any interest in Valdez at 9.5K?
2: And Valdez is a tough, tough play for me always just because he, I mean, he tries to pitch to contact. He's not going to go out there and try to strike guys out. Like he's extreme ground ball. That's his game. Um, he's just, he's going to let you make contact and hit it on the ground. So that doesn't play great for DFS upside. Um, it is a good matchup. Uh, if, if you wanted to do it, I don't hate it, but I just, the upside scares me with Ray here. You really need Ray to fail in order for him to get there for you on this Yeah.
1: I'll go with Ray 10 times out of 10 over Valdez. Just find the extra 700 bucks. I mean, it's tournaments, it's baseball, anything can happen, but Valdez not really, not really excited to pay 9.5 K for him in this matchup. What about Barrio over on the other side going up against a very tough Astros team.
2: Yeah, one of the toughest matchups in baseball. I don't have any interest. Same same conversation that we just had about Woodford. Like, it's just, even though he's cheap, he's going to have a tr- trouble paying it off. Um, he doesn't strike out very many people at all. And Houston is outstanding. So no interest.
1: Yep. Fully off of them. Houston bats, though, I will definitely play them. Bregman, a little cheap. Correa, a little cheap. Um, and you can play really anyone in this lineup all the way up and down. I mean, Altuve, Alvarez, Guriel, Tucker, all solid bats, and then you got to the cheap guys: Myers, McCormick, Melton, Otto, all of them under 3K. So you can really make the stack work. Barria, not a horrible pitcher, but really not a great pitcher. Just probably a bit below average. I don't think that he's going to be able to do too much against this team. It's not a horrible ballpark. It's right around neutral, and Houston always seems to be a little bit under own. He did put only give up three runs in the last game they played, or Houston only put up three runs against him. But I, I, I don't care. I'll play Houston bats.
2: Yeah, the, this is my favorite spot on the slate. If the Yankees don't end up chalk, it's going to be because Houston is. Um, I, the Yankees are a little bit cheaper, so I think Yankees are 100%
1: shock I, I yeah. can almost guarantee
2: that I, I think I'm with you there which which makes Houston as the night I mean Houston will be the second highest owned. I think like it's not like you're going to get them at no ownership but if you get them slightly below the Yankees they make a ton of sense I think they have a ton of upside Baria doesn't scare me and the Angels bullpen is bad so uh, nice ballpark for home runs too so I like it a lot
1: yeah, what about the Angels? I mean, Framber Valdez is just such a good ground ball pitcher. He really doesn't get beat up too much. I don't think I can play anyone outside of Otani just because Otani is Otani.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Just good control, tons of ground balls. Very tough to stack against a guy like that. So find a fly ball hit, extreme fly ball hitter that can hopefully get one in the air is is about the only option, and that's Otani.
1: Yep. All right, let's go on to the next game here. No total for this game yet. We got N.O. going up against me. Braves, I'm assuming, are going to be a decent favorite. Again, we don't have a line yet. So let's start with N.O. going up against the Diamondbacks. Not really a huge strikeout team, but eno has been pretty solid recently. Hasn't had a single blow up in the entire time he's come back from injury. Any interest in him at 9.1K?
2: Yeah, I just think he's a super talented pitcher. Um, he's had a great season, strikeout rate almost at twenty eight percent. I think he's going to come fairly low owned because Cortez should be higher owned than him, and, and he's only four or five hundred cheaper. Um, so, assuming he's got some low ownership here, uh, I know you said Arizona doesn't strike out a ton, but I think you know it has the strikeout stuff to put up a good score. Um, maybe. Uh, what's it Cortez gives up a, a couple of home runs and he, he doesn't quite hit a ceiling score and you can just have an outscore him raw points wise. Uh, so I'll take some shots on him.
1: Yeah, my problem is I just I want to play a lot of Robbie Ray. um I think I prefer Cortez to him. He's fine like Diamondbacks not as bad as they were earlier on the season, but still not that intimidating of a lineup I don't know. 9.1K is just a little bit tough price tag for me to pay. I'm not against it, but I probably will have no ownership in him just because I'm probably going with a lot of Robbie Ray. What about me over on the other side going up against a tough Braves team?
2: Yeah, I don't like the matchup at all and not the most talented pitcher either. Um, and the price tag is a great. I think we have a lot of other options. Um, I don't see needing him on this slate.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of pitchers I'd pay 7.8k for against the Braves and he's a well below average one so just not even not even a shot of having him I'm fully out on him Braves bats
2: yeah I think you can you can stack him up here for sure Uh, he is not a high strikeout guy so should be able to make plenty of contact Braves have a lot of power to offer in their lineup Um, just a really solid lineup like through a like seven deep so um, yeah, I like the Braves a lot in this spot.
1: Yeah, no, Solaire, Duvall, both far too cheap. Easily can hit the ball at the ballpark here. Like, lo- love them, but Albies, Freeman, they- they're they great. Riley's probably a little bit too-, too cheap. Rosario's been hitting a little bit better recently, and he's 2.5K, so he makes it work. De Arnau, solid hitting catcher. Swanson takes up a shortstop spot, so any of the Braves' bats, but Duvall, Solaire, top two bats in this lineup for me with their price tags. What about the Diamondbacks?
2: Don't really have any interest in attacking Anoa. Like I said, I think he's a really talented pitcher. Um, they are cheap, so there's some value here if you do have interest in it. Uh, I think that makes sense. I would prefer it as more of a secondary stack just because I, I don't see him like blowing Anoa up, but they could certainly score a couple of runs off of him.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. Like the one bat I want to play is Marte, and he's expensive.
2: He's expensive, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's a small enough slate where yeah, you can take a shot on most of these teams, but unless you know becomes very shocky, I'm out. Let's go to the last game of the night here. We got the Mariners going up against the A's, nine and a half total. Anderson going up against Maya. Mehita. Gosh, yeah, I always get Maita and Manea. Yeah, I'm not good at reading. Um, Tyler Anderson, 8.2K going up against a very tough Oakland team. Any interest in him?
2: No interest in Anderson. uh, Oakland can get very right-handed heavy, uh, so I like their – they should have the platoon advantage throughout most of the lineup. Um, Anderson doesn't offer a ton of strikeout upside. Uh, Big price tag for for what he offers at 8200 I have no interest.
1: Yeah, no, he's way overpriced considering the matchup. Like, this is a price tag for if he's going up against the Marlins, not up against the A's. The A's are a very good team. They work the count. They don't strike out a ton. They're going to to tune a lot of guys out. No interest in Tyler Anderson. Manea over on the other side. He's been a little bit up and down over the last month, month and a half. We've seen him be great. We've seen him be terrible. This is such a cheap price tag for the potential upside that you can get. This guy was a 10K pitcher not too long ago. Hasn't seemed right recently, but Mariners... Not a great offense, not a terrible offense, but offers some decent strikeout upside. I don't know. Are you are you in on Manea?
2: I was hoping that you could tell me which which one I was gonna get because you're you're exactly right. He's either been really, really bad or really, really good. Um, I it's a fair price tag. I mean, this is a, like you said, he's got 30 35 point upside. Um, but he got just came off of getting blown up blown up by Kansas City. So I mean I, it's, it's tough to say. I'm interested in the ownership. If he's low owned, I'm going to be playing some because I love the matchup against Seattle. If people want to play him because they see what he did against the White Sox in Toronto two and three times ago, then I'm probably out just because of the inconsistency recently. So probably just a spot where I'll play the ownership game. I think he has a ton of upside. And if he has the right stuff in this matchup, he, he can crush. So just going to be dependent on ownership for me.
1: Yeah, I think just look at RG projections and whoever's less owned between Cortez and Manea, probably go with them. Like, I think that's a smart move. If one of them's drawing a whole lot more ownership, if they're even, I probably lean more towards Cortez. But I like it's just kind of the way that Manea goes. Like, he's in play for tournaments every single slate. If he's low owned, if he's going to be high owned, you just stay away and hope for the best. Hope he. Get the bad Menea there. But Seattle bats, any interest in them? I mean, I know Menea's been real hit or miss, but a lot of these bats are so expensive. France is over 5K. Like, Toro's almost 5K. Seeger's over 5K. Haniger's over 5K. Like, this is a super expensive Seattle lineup going up against a guy that, yes, has been bad sometimes, but is an overall above-average pitcher.
2: Yeah. I mean, if they were – much cheaper I think you there'd be merit to attacking the spot and just hoping that you could blow my eye up and get into the early part of the Oakland bullpen and I think it would make a lot of sense but like I mean you need a lot of runs out of them I mean they have to keep up with you can't just win with a different lineup construction here this team has to keep up with like Houston and New York because they're just as expensive as them so I don't see where how there's a path to that for them Um, even on a short slate um, I don't I don't have any interest in paying up for Seattle
1: yeah, I know, and this ballpark just makes me not yeah. going to do it. Uh, what about A's on the other side? I mean, Anderson give up some bombs. There's some power bats in here. Again, not a huge fan of the ballpark. Do you have any interest in A's?
2: Tough ballpark, but I do think that um, it's a good spot for them. Uh, mentioned all their right-handed hitting hitters. Obviously, Olsen is lefty-lefty and has been their best hitter this year, but he's handled lefties outstanding this year, comp- I mean, especially – um, compared to his career numbers but this year he's been really good against them I think Marte and Canna set up outstanding against him uh, Chapman has a ton of power Harrison a little higher price than you want to pay for a guy like that same with Gomes um, but I, I I like the top of these guys so if I can find a way to fit in the expensive guys I think that's where I'm looking
1: yeah that's fair I mean I'll, I don't have much interest right now but we'll see how lineup goes Building goes tomorrow. Let's play the morning grind game and then get on out of here because I need to go to bed. Pitcher under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Who you got?
2: Uh, Ranger Suarez is, is the one that stands yeah. out. Like you said, that that price tag is just wrong for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was the cheat code. I'm going to go with Baz there. Strike or pitcher over eight K to get fifteen or less points. Who's your bus today?
2: We just talked about how Oakland sets up against Tyler Anderson. Um, I think he's going to have problems here with all the righties in the lineup. taking the
1: easy ones (laughs) darn it Uh, i guess i have to go with Manea. um i think he still gets there but there's always a chance that bad Manea comes out of here um all right hitter over five or yeah over 4k to hit a bomb who's your high price bomb on the slate
2: Uh, i think there's lots of places to go here um I, i like houston um mentioned the angels ballpark it's it's not the best hitters park overall but it is plus for home runs uh give me Jordan Alvarez there
1: I like it I'm gonna go with Aaron Judge the freebie here under 4k to get two or more hits who you got
2: uh we talked about liking Philly setting up really well against lefties and Andrew McCutcheon is underpriced for his production against lefties I like McCutcheon to get two hits
1: I like that I'm gonna go with Jorge Soler stack to score six or more runs
2: uh sticking with Philly on that one. I know Means has a tough home park too, but uh this this park in Philly is not gonna play well for his fly balls. I think Philly puts up quite a bit on him.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna try not to pick the easy ones, but yeah, I'm going with the Yankees. I, I know it's a cheat code, but I'm far too tired. All right, <laughs> Keith. It's been fun. Any last-minute thoughts?
2: Uh no, I don't I don't have anything. We're gonna have a fun night of baseball and another football game. So Ready to oh, get
1: yeah. at it. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I love Monday Night Football. Yeah, if you guys are around, uh, join me, Dean, and SPK. We're doing a live betting show. The entirety of Monday Night Football, it is exhausting, but it's a fun time, so if you if you want to enjoy yourself a little bit more during Monday Night Football, tune in. Heath, thanks for joining me. Uh, I'll be Absolutely. Back on Good again. luck,
2: Moss. Yeah,
1: I'll be back on again tomorrow night after the football game, Cox. It's going to be a long day for me tomorrow, but Stevie will be back Wednesday, so We're out of here. See you, kids.